0: Welcome to the Naked Podcaster. Get ready to hear stories of someone brave enough to bear it all. Your past doesn't define you, but it does lead you on a path to today. Let's get naked. Welcome to the Naked Podcaster. If this podcast has helped you in any way, make sure that you subscribe and please leave a review. Podcasters just geek out on that shit. Today, I'm so excited I have Travis Huff on. Travis, you are my first Naked Podcast guest. What? Ooh. What, what, what? People have threatened oh, to boom, show boom, boom, up boom, boom, naked boom. with me, but you're the first one. And they're scared. They're scared.
1: They got scared.
0: They, they do. <laughs> and I like you don't show anything. Like hey. you don't know anything about yeah. my naked bits.
1: Yeah, it's all just.
0: But it is. It's up here. The mind is powerful. So I want to make a weird, really weird comment to stop. Start with mm-hmm. this. Just, mm-hmm. just launch, and that is that. You're six foot eight. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So. I want to discuss this because of course, like I always thought my fantasy was somebody six, three, six, four. Sure. Or taller dated a guy in college. that was six, seven. That's really tall. tall. Cause I'm five, nine. So when yeah. I put heels on, I'm like six, one. I tower over everyone as a woman. Right. And your wife is how tall?
1: She's like five, three. I want to say.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. That makes tall women like me angry.
1: <laughs> I know like, why are you that? Why are you doing that?
0: <laughs> it's like men, <laughs> men who are gay, you know, you're like, what a waste of prime yes, real estate, right? Yes,
1: yes ma'am. So yes. tall men
0: with short women, it just kills tall women.
1: <laughs> I know. I've heard that.
0: <laughs> they're all, so, they,
1: uh, well, part of the ego now, women are very picky, you know, so they, they, they're picking out who their partner is or they're, they're really uh, self-educating. They're educated women now, you know, so the power is they, they have control you know and so I think that, that they've seen that they've seen that there's being more they're more picky and then you know you just can't predict who you're gonna fall in love with you can't I know I know and, you know be there with and so you have to just look at the uh, the grander picture in it all and yes uh, but yeah I agree I think that there's a lot of blessings of being six foot eight you know uh, part of my drive
0: I, I love being tall
1: yeah absolutely it's a blessing it is a blessing you stand out for sure
0: yes um,
1: Help the old ladies at the grocery store get the top. Get <laughs> oh,
0: them. I do. I love it. I love when people ask me that.
1: Like, please let me get that top thing. Yes, um, yes. And many other questions along the way, you know. Right. But but, you know, lots of fun stuff uh and blessings. And and you know what? The the best part now is that I get to embrace it. I'm too tall. And you know, I yeah. embrace it. I I own it because you can't go back, you know. And I remember many years I told my mom, I said, I want to be tall, I want to be tall, I want to be taller, I want to be the tall guy. And then I got it, you know, and it actually happened folks after high school. So a lot of people grow when they're in high school, but I graduated early 17. And that's also part of my journey. When I started my weight loss journey and trying to get fit and trying to get healthy. And, and I think it spoke, uh, you know, spiked my testosterone possibly, mm-hmm. which gave me another probably eight or so inches, nine inches to wow. my height. So I'm from six, six foot to eight, uh, six foot eight. And then I just pretty much stuck there uh, and I stand tall because sometimes it's hard to because you might yeah. hit your head on something. <laughs> there's so many things that come <laughs> up along the way, uh, you have to be careful. Otherwise you have some lifetime brain damage too. <laughs> exactly,
0: exactly. There's some,
1: there's some definite downsides, but but most positives,
0: most positives. There are, I love getting asked to reach tall stuff. And you know, yes. I mean, I don't know about you, but I did gain my height in high school mm-hmm. and so five, five is like the average female height. The last census that I read and five, nine is the average male. So I'm the average man height. And with, like I said, with heels on, I'm like towering over most people in the room. And that took a while to get comfortable with. Definitely high school was not one of the times that you're the most comfortable or confident. So it took a while to embrace that. So we can talk about that in a minute. I, that was like a side note. You're naked and you're six foot eight. And my husband's like an inch taller than I am.
1: Whoa, and when he, okay. he'll,
0: he'll stand on a stool and he's like, I know this is what you wanted. He's you like, want- yes. And I'm like, could you just, <laughs> like, go stay- to the second. <laughs> <laughs> could, do you mind carrying that stuff just- everywhere? <laughs> but you know what? You're right. I mean, the heart wants what the heart wants. I wouldn't change absolutely. him at all. So.
1: Absolutely. You can't go. Yeah.
0: That's a weird yeah, side note here.
1: It is. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> so your business is realtimeoutsource.com.
1: Yes, ma'am. Yes, absolutely.
0: How did we meet? How do we initially connect? I didn't look at we that. We
1: connected through Tara Armstrong and David Nelson. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yep. yes. Blessings
1: from Todd and David. I love them I guys. I love
0: those guys. Great yes. spirit,
1: great energy. Uh, love what Dave's putting out there in the world. And Todd came across my path and said, you know what? We need to help represent you to get you on podcasts and get yourself out there. I guess and I because I, as a podcaster myself, you know, mm-hmm. I have a lot of great guests on the show, but. Like going out and getting yourself on the shows, it's kind of one of those things you want to have maybe someone representing you because it just looks a little bit more official, especially if you're gonna get on, let's just be real, legit shows like this one. You know, right. and, you know, if you're especially if you're gonna get on legit podcasts, right? You you need to have representation as well as yeah. um, you know, it just looks good. And then also just the time thing. I mean, I only have yeah. so much time in the day. Todd's there dedicated, focused. He's my number one advocate. So uh, such a blessing um, and, and you know my journey is is pretty crazy because I started working in ABC television which is a very traditional business in mm-hmm. the marketing world um, where you're talking about running television ads on Oprah and you're running on Dancing with the Stars and, and Grey's Anatomy was a hot one at that time yeah. but it was actually during the peak of the business like 2005 well it was 2005 June of 2005 to till about same about same time June of 2009 So I worked there for four years, folks, but that was like the peak of the business. It was like, it was changing so rapidly with digital and all these new things. And the fact that, that at some point they were going to have to change their business. Otherwise it was going to go out of business, you know? And so, um, I'm so grateful because that taught me so much about the ins and outs of our industry. Advertising industry has certain ins and outs, stuff like a word called CPM. It, does, it sounds like a stupid, you know, uh, an, uh, whatever, you know, you're like, what is that? Well, it just means cost per 1000 people reached, you know, and so CPM is a word in the advertising industry that it doesn't matter big or small, a lot of people use CPM. CPC is another one now, especially with digital, you hear CPC, which is cost per click, how much does it take mm-hmm. to click on this? How much is it? But really, what I saw folks was, I saw that digital was changing the business of advertising. Like I saw it in front of my eyes because I could run ads on ABC.com and I could actually see how many people actually saw that ad, and I couldn't see how many people saw or clicked or skipped or went to the bathroom or etc. on my broadcast, which is a very expensive, you know, you know, you're talking the average commercial is like two hundred fifty thousand dollars just to make the commercial, let alone all the, the, the distribution or the, you know, paying Oprah and you're paying ABC to run an Oprah. And at the end of the day, I was like, that is where the future is. I knew it in my heart. And so Jennifer, I was just sitting with a buddy at Starbucks one day and I was, I I swear folks, the best ideas happen when you're just listening. So Uh yes, they're not always yours. I mean, yeah, I have a whole bunch of ideas. In fact, I have an idea book of like big ideas where I'm just like constantly thinking of, the newest idea that's huge that's probably not gonna happen in my lifetime or my but it's just I'm putting these ideas out there right you know just like things I've had um, but I'm so I'm listening to my buddy and he just says and this is I want to say November 2008 so he says people are gonna need their Facebook pages managed and that was it that was it folks I just basically said okay I got it you know what I'm taking the ball I'm running with this ball we're going, we're going, and basically, I started putting together what's called a PowerPoint. Everyone in the world probably has access to PowerPoint via yeah. Google now, you know, you have Google uh, uh, Drive or Google uh, Sheets. Slides, Google, sheets. Sheets. I yeah. love, I love yeah. it. Yeah. Google Absolutely. slides, yeah, yeah. slides, sheets, Excel. There's just so many free tools out there. There's no excuse to not be taking advantage of this stuff. So for me, it was just start getting started was PowerPoint talking to my current customers, like going back to my current customers, talking to them and seeing like the interest. One of my first meetings, I want to say within the first five or 10 meetings, it planted the seed with one of my agencies. And so one of my biggest customers, Jennifer, is advertising agencies. So that means PR companies, public relations companies, digital marketing firms, people that don't want to have uh, the the staff in-house. Most of them are on the smaller side. You know, we don't work with tons of big, big, you know, thousands of corporate agencies where they have the huge staffs because a lot of them do already have social teams. But the thing is we've seen even with them is that they have a lot of turnover too. So we kind of also work with them in different roles, if you want to call it a lot of it in moderation, meaning that they're putting out the content and we're actually responding and moderating some of these pages that get a lot of action. Um, but for the most part, basically what they want to do, Jennifer, is they want to sell me like they would sell my television commercials back in the day. They want to sell my social media campaign to their customers, not have to do the work and then make a markup of 50 to hundred percent, you know, based on them. And it's a win-win for everybody. So one of my first conversations was with a customer, Rick, and his agency is still thriving. He's an older, older gentleman. Um, but it literally gave me the start to like, okay, this is going to be something. He didn't actually give me a check yet though. So folks, a big part about business is you got to get the check. You got to get yeah. the money, right? You have to get that because without knowing that you can get money, you're not going to be in business. Like, right. like it's not just a myth or you're not going to just make money on an idea. You need to make money. So that was the start was, okay, this was a good idea. This, we're going on the right direct trajectory. But then my first check was Lenar and I basically got a chance to work with them, the local home developer of, of And that was my first check, folks. I took that check, I went to Union Bank, I made a bank account. It's been the same bank account we've used ever since then. Uh, And the logo, the PowerPoint, the website, everything has gotten better over time, over years. But the biggest thing I would say today for everyone is just don't ever let yourself hold, hold yourself back if you can make it Mm -hmm. happen. You know, like if you know, even if you're not an expert, even if you're not a professional in this industry, if you have an idea on something that you can serve a customer, yep. you can make a PowerPoint, and you can make a Squarespace or a simple website or social media and serve them by just putting out the message and letting them know, and then co- what comes in, comes in. You, know? you just don't know what exactly you're gonna have, but uh, you, know, you could always wanna be more bigger or, or smaller, but to get started, folks, you gotta get a check. I swear, this is so, so important in this world because if you get that first check, then you know, you can get another one. Right. It's like, cool. I got Lenar. Now I can talk to this person and say, Hey, I have Lenar as a customer. It's just so much easier. If you are just hoping and putting all this investment in on something without even a return. Yeah. There are some things you need an investor for. There are some things you need venture capital for, but even if you go watch shark tank, I don't know, you know, it's a huge popular show obviously, but right a lot of times they say, Hey, this deal is just not, it's just not for us. Or we just would rather have you, you know, do this on your own because it's just not, it's not ready. And it's probably better for you to run this on your own without taking money. Um, and so, but you know, at the end of the day, Jennifer, the true, honest truth of it all is even today, 10 years later, is that there's always a challenge. Even after we've gotten the business to where where it's at today, there's new challenges, you know? And so, if anyone's afraid of challenges, obviously being an entrepreneur is not the greatest business to be in. No, It's, you know? <laughs>
0: it's not, but you're right. You find that need and you have that idea and then you monetize yes. that idea. You do real-time marketing. So marketing yes. is that big, bad, scary word for me. So anytime somebody says branding and marketing, sure, I I'm glazed instantly. And so I, I love the fact that some, I mean, you were in advertising, mm-hmm. but I love that someone just made a comment and you were like, "Huh." I'm going to create just, a whole business model around that.
1: Yeah. You know what? Like I said, folks, I did it again this year. Uh, one of my best customers in 2019 said, Hey Travis, I need a software to manage my reviews and my reputation and my feedback. From oh, my customers. okay. And that literally gave me the idea to say, Hey, okay, here's another business we can create for you. Real-time reputation, which is a business mm-hmm. where we sell software to customers that to help them get the more positive reviews, you know? And so oh, wow. the truth is, like anything's possible, but my customer, Jim, the recent one, Jennifer. yeah, He said, I'll be your first customer. Like what a better deal. Like let's go find a business. He's going to be your first customer. There you go. It's a whole nother thing. This is
0: what I need. And yes. you have him as like a beta client, also a beta client. to yes. really, to really, really flush out what's working, what's not working, how he wanted Absolutely. it. So you have real time. That's awesome. Now, and so
1: yeah so so the business itself the social media is a lot of work oh my so gosh it's a lot it's of work as you know yes it's right a lot so
0: we connected and like i do with all of my guests i cyber stalked you but you and i really connected which doesn't yes, always happen and yes, i loved it and i looked into your business yes ma'am. and i yes um now we're not done yet because from when we met to when you scheduled Isn't thirty days? You audit social for thirty days. Yes, ma'am. You, I put in my website, my name, my email, my information, and I was like, "Please, God, let this like do something." And when we pre-gamed, I want, I want a couple caveats. I want to throw out a couple comments. Mm -hmm. One is, you made a comment about how you met your friend at Starbucks, but also it was you made a comment kind of about having support.
1: Absolutely.
0: So I think every coach, like I'm a certified coach, every coach needs a coach. Sure. And um, someone asked me once, are you good at everything you do? And I was like, yeah, because I don't do the stuff I'm not good at. Not entirely true, but like I don't do my own taxes because I'm not good at it. Right. I have a CPA to do that. Absolutely. And with marketing, because marketing is a big, bad, scary word for me, mm-hmm. I, I do nothing. I freeze deer in the headlights, do nothing. But you have this ability to do a 30-day, you manage it. So at some point, I want to talk about how every coach needs a coach. I want to talk about the big, bad, scary things that you're not good at. Because if that mm-hmm. client had said, "I wanna, I wanna do my reviews," and it was not something you wanted to do, mm-hmm. I'm guessing with your personality, you would have said, "Dude, that's a great idea. I'm not the best person, but I have a resource."
1: Absolutely. Or I'd just, like, like, I just like Google it and say, hey, here's some my, you know, right. here's some uh, software I found or something." I just saw it as an opportunity to um, take my my social media business, which is a great yep. business, and say. Let's compliment that too and getting you more positive reviews and feedback. Uh, I love it. Yeah.
0: It totally complimented. And you are the guy that takes those ideas and runs with them. Mm-hmm. And, like you said in your book of ideas, if there are some that don't happen in your lifetime or just oh, don't yeah. happen, right? Like, that's cool. That's okay. Yes. They can flame up and burn out. No big deal.
1: Absolutely. Most of them will.
0: <laughs> but the ones Boy. that stick, it's like throwing the spaghetti at the wall, you know?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> you, yeah.
0: You wait till it sticks. You can't right?
1: hurt. It can't hurt. I always say anyone can do anything for one hour a week. So, yeah. like, spend one hour a week getting better at coding spend one hour a week at TikTok. spend one hour a week at fitness whatever your goal is if you want something Mm -hmm. better you need to at least spend one hour a week at it consistently because and um i have a great quote it's just you know it's basically saying that all great things happen in time it's not really that hard like anything you want good to happen in life usually happens in time yes okay so i'm
0: gonna add to that all great things happen in time you can't eat an elephant in one bite i tell my kids that all the time like you're not gonna get. You can't do zero to sixty always. Right. Okay. Absolutely. Like it. It takes some time. You have to do it a little at a time.
1: It's a marathon, you know. I think that, especially yeah. now being a parent, because I know you're ah. parent of eighteen, mom of eight. That's insane. I. I
0: it's insane.
1: I can only imagine because I'm. I can only imagine us having two or three at the most. <laughs> and so I'm like thinking. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Holy moly, guacamole! Like that's some serious time management. Um, some serious uh, patience that has been created in your life because I know just after being the first year here, like how much patience is needed and co- required to be a parent, especially now me, right. I'm a top entrepreneur, and running my business and watching my daughter too. Um, it's insane, yeah, it's insane. So, I, and that's a new,
0: a, set, right? a new skill is set, right? A new skill So, oh, yeah, for people who are entrepreneurs, we take everything we do. You said run a marathon, and I'm a runner. You take everything that you do and figure out what skill sets has this thing built? Parenting, right. running, absolutely. whatever, being on Facebook, getting, and yes. then those, that's when ideas and you, you're constantly percolating and working on things. So tell me about the 30 day.
1: Yes, absolutely. The 30 days.
0: Anybody can do the 30. Anyone
1: can do this. Uh, go to realtimeoutsource.com slash be real. So realtimeoutsource.com slash be real and you know we will just basically audit your social media you put your name your business so we can get a little more information about you we need to find out where your website is we look at your social media and then what happens is we just basically track your brand and anyone that's talking about you or mentioning you whether that's people that you are are engaged with already like your current following and then also it's going to actually um other random people that maybe maybe me mentioning the b-roll show or your show you know like right it's just going to track any of those keywords and it's going to say, okay, this person is talking about you here. And so it might even be stuff you don't even see a lot of times. So it's very interesting. Um, the other cool stuff that it does, Jennifer, is this. It also gives the, uh, the, the business owner or the, the, the coach or whoever would like to sign up today, it gives them the opportunity to know what other topics that these people are talking like
0: oh my god
1: yes so other correlating topics that they're talking about not just like holy cow yes not just like the stuff you're talking about but then it looks at these influencers the people that you're engaged with and it says oh they're also talking about this this and this these are some correlating hashtags they're using and it maybe Mm. gives you ideas for shows it gives you ideas for your future blogs maybe for future services content, obviously in general, you know, and, or who knows what's going to come from it. But you know, um, the biggest thing we found is for a lot of the customers, especially like the larger ones, it gives them ideas for their their future ad campaigns and slogans to use in campaigns like that, because it's the other stuff that people are talking about when they're talking about a destination or they're talking about a location, a business. So yeah, for you, it could be awesome just to know who your, um, top influencers are like, right. Right. Is my top influencer, Jennifer what are they talking about who you know and then also what else are they talking about beyond yeah. just engaging with me and my posts and maybe maybe they shared a one of their favorite podcasts or maybe they've been engaging with you on your favorite platform then it's going to also say well this person's also saying this this and this that you had no idea about because that is creepy that. And yeah sexy. yeah it's cool yeah it is absolutely yeah it's, wow it is cool yeah it's a very um it's interesting you know <laughs> what comes up because we don't know what's going to come up so it's no. all based on the mention so me as the business owner, what we're trying to do is obviously, you know, we want to make sure that people can get this of value. At the end of the day, I have, a, I have had a podcast now for five years. I know mm-hmm. the hustle and grind of a podcast. I know that there are listeners out there. I know that these people need help and yeah. we're not trying to take their credit card. We're not trying to, you know, spam yeah. them with something. We're trying to just basically say, Hey, if you find this a value, maybe you want to do something with us down the road. If not, then at least you got that and we're good. You know what I mean? Right. So it's a way of just giving back um, to be transparently folks, we started realizing we weren't using the software to the fullest capacity that we had. And so we were like, how can we give this away more? Like just like where, you know, we they charge us for each mention. Let's go give these mentions away because at the yeah. end of the day, it's not doing anything good for us just to sit there, you know? And so we would did it with a lot of the podcasters that we have on the show the podcasts that I've been going on the show as well. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and our website, you know, people are filling out and actually getting, you know, these, these, uh, free audits. So we're looking forward to yours. Free well. audits,
0: folks, free yes, audit, 30 absolutely. day free Social audit. And then yep. at the end of the 30 days, do you mm-hmm. send an email?
1: Absolutely. It'll be an email with, uh, with a full PDF report. Okay. And then you can look at it. If you have any other questions beyond that, you can just email me back and ask me a question. Hey, what's this right. mean? What does that mean? Um, it's pretty self-explanatory. Like it's yeah. not like you need a rocket science. But if you had a question, you could just definitely ask. And and you know, we are giving it for free. So there's only so much we can really do, right? right? Exactly. But, but we're yes. definitely wanting to. to um, we. It's very interesting what comes up. You know, it's just fascinating yeah. what comes up. And so. Yeah. So yeah, we're excited about it. We uh, hope that people take advantage today.
0: Yeah, me too. Well, and I did when we met, I didn't even, I I mean, like, clearly this is a new conversation for me. Yes, it is. So I learned enough about it that I just kind of, I asked you questions. Right. We connected on LinkedIn and I was like, how did you get into this? And you were like, a friend mentioned it and I ran with it. And I was like, oh my God, that's incredible. Because if a friend mentioned it to me, I wouldn't have run with it because marketing is not a sexy word to me. It's a scary word.
1: That's not your, you you run away. It's not my
0: language. Right. But it was for you. So you took it and ran with it. And I was like, oh my gosh, like Travis, do you not realize how incredible this is that you just, yes, that you did that. And then you, I saw your website and the 30 day and you're like, yeah, just go on and do it. It's free. And I was like, what?
1: Yep. That's <laughs> so, the goal. I mean, I we mean, never really had something like that to be transparent with you in yeah. the last 10 years. We never really, we, we never really gave away a ton of free. There's so, we have like a free resources section. We write a blog, we do the right. show. So that's a lot of free content already. It but is. But, you know, we never really had another thing that we're giving just for you. And so, and this is just the perfect one because if you find value in it, you will become a customer most likely, even if it's just to buy the reports. You know, even if it's just to get the monthly report for 20 or 40 bucks a month, that's the low end. At least you know what's going on. And then obviously if you wanted more, there's definitely more there. But but yeah, yeah, there's definitely more. But, you know, uh, it's just a way of finding out who's really serious about this and, get, and taking advantage of it because those that are, are, are finding some really success. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: I was so excited about it when yeah. I, mean, I was well, excited, excited about to the see podcast. What, what comes up. Well, yeah, that'll be fun. I mean, that's, of course, that's fun um, because it's so back end of the back end, right?
1: Absolutely. Yes. You don't even necessarily know all the stuff that is going to come in on the report.
0: So we talked a little bit in pregame about how people tend to be salesy and spammy. And when you're a coach or a marketer, whatever your niche is, right? Like I have my coaching certificate. I can talk. Certification.
1: (laughs) And what (laughs) is that? And also, what is that specifically the coaching one? Anything. Oh,
0: oh, I could coach anything, but like where ah, you said, I'm mom of 18. Right. So I would want to coach other moms that are stressed. And I've never done it because one, people are so salesy and spammy. Right. And two, um, you standing out with your voice. So what I loved about what you've done is like, I don't have a pop-up on my website because I hate pop-ups. If Mm -hmm. you do a great job, I'm going to find you and do it. I'm going to ask more questions, which I did with you. Right. Because you weren't coming at me barrels blazing. Yes, ma'am. So you made sure that your presence was not salesy. It was not spammy. We've tried to. All coaches should be coaches. And you offer a lot of free content to, if people are do-it-yourselfers or they yes. just want this much. And so I just want to give a shout out and applaud that.
1: Thank you. Yeah. I mean, like you said, the world is full of gimmicks nowadays. Yeah. I was just look, browsing through my Instagram or Facebook. I forgot which one. It's insane how many courses and marketing oh. things and gurus. And these guys are making money. So I can't fault them. You know, this is their business. They're selling you courses. Like, think yeah. about it. That doesn't mean that they've had actually a ton of successful campaigns for their customers. Right. Long-term recurring revenue for like 10 years, every month they keep coming back, coming back. Their thing is that they ran good ads, a right. shit ton of ads, and some people bought, and then basically they never, re- you know, asked for their money back. And right. they don't really care if it works or not because they're just trying to sell you the course. Just think about it. It's not... Yeah they're not dedicated in your success of this really they just want to get sell you the course it's just like an artist that wants to sell you the song do they really are they going to come to your house and perform the song for you no no no, no. are they going to be dedicated in your success no but they will sell you the course the course has a lot of parts if you spend your life learning these parts you can have success and then you've spent 1500 bucks possibly to put something in a dropbox mm-hmm. file you know like I- there's
0: there's, like, there's a certain piece to
1: like, you have to use this shit folks. I always, I put out on my, on my, uh, you know, my, my Instagram, I think today was, uh, talking about how like the world is full of self-learning. Like there's, there's Facebook, there's Instagram, but those are social self-learning places, folks. There's my favorite google.com number really? one. Really? Yes.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Podcasts, audible, boom. Another place to learn type in any like interest you have. Right. And like, there's a podcast around it. Yep. Look at your podcast. Yeah. People like, could be finding that like, Hey, this is kind of cool. Hey, my girl's just like feeling free. You know, that's so awesome (laughs) and connect with people because they're feeling free too and their lives. And then at the end of the day, that's what, then they've realized, okay, well she's even docking even more than just that, which maybe brought me into the show. It's now even deeper than that, you know? And so, it's one of those things that I don't think there's any right, right, right answer for specifically, you know,
0: no, no, you have to figure it out, but you're right. I mean, I just, it is overwhelming what's out there. It so, is. I,
1: I say if you can't work at it for one hour per week, folks, right. And just spend one hour a week, 52 weeks a year, learn Google ads, learn Facebook ads, learn your favorite niche, whatever that you are going to buy this $10,000 course for a $1,000 course for, mm-hmm. because then you'll actually learn it from maybe multiple teachers. You'll learn from YouTube, you'll learn from podcasters, you'll learn from google.com, you'll learn from any of the blogs. There's so many different great blogs where they actually walk you through the steps of how to do it like Social Media Examiner. Shoot, I've been using that one for my whole business because I don't know all this stuff, but they have a great team. They're, They're dialed in Social Media Examiner. You follow them, get the newsletters. And next thing you know, folks, you, you know the current things on social. And if you go to their blogs, it's actual tactically how to do these things, how to run an Instagram campaign. Mm. You know what I mean? It shows you screenshots. So it's like, there is no excuse. Like you, anyone can do this. You just yeah. have to spend the time to follow through it, you know? Right. And so it's a time thing we only have so much time. So that's where our business does thrive in that if you don't have time and you're busy and you want more success, mm-hmm that's real time. You know, that's where we, cause we have a time. We, we spend time just doing social, you know, Right. the software parts even cooler because there's a lot less time spent from the customer or us. Right. Cause it's done through the software, but for the social business, it's just, Hey, you don't have the time. You need someone to do it. Boom. Mm-hmm. Here we are. And there's there lots of companies like us, you know, there's lots of companies like us. I think it's a locally driven thing. I think people use tend to go with people in their local markets. Yeah. Um, but then obviously we have customers from places where we don't serve locally. So it's just right. fascinating. It's fascinating. We wish we could get more of those customers because you just, where are these people hiding? Let's find some more.
0: No kidding. <laughs> Maybe
1: they're on your show today. Let's Maybe go they're today. on my show.
0: <laughs> so I want to go back in time. You mentioned that you graduated at 17 and I did yes, also. Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And I want to dive into your story. So there's usually yep. a, a pregame to the story. There's a story before the story. So start to fill us in, go back in time.
1: Sure. Well, my parents got divorced when I was in fifth grade that creates a lot of emotional issues for any child. I was the oldest of uh, three kids.
0: Okay.
1: Um, took on maybe that dad role in some cases because mm-hmm. my, how my parents, uh, like basically, it went okay, but it kind of went not okay, you know? So it's just one of those things like divorce is hard. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. so much better now, 30 years later, 20 years later or so, uh, probably actually 30, but 30 years later, it's so much better now, my parents, it's insane. But yep. when you go back in that moment and you're talking about like they were fighting for uh, you know, custody and they were going through all sorts of shit. So that piled on me. My brother was having uh, had a kidney disease called nephrotic syndrome when I was in seventh grade. That put my mom and us as a family on the road a lot because she drove my brother to Stanford every other uh. day to save his life and she's freaking my mom's awesome dude she uh, folks she's like the superhero woman like you like yourself you know just like the complete dedicated unbelievable but she drove every other day but then that put her on the road where she was getting us fast food you know quite often and that at seventh grade that's when I started my real like weight gain I was always a chunkier kid even through elementary school um didn't really completely my mom's a baker so obviously it's hard when mom, your mom's making brownies and freaking every dang good thing on earth and she's like eat it eat it and you're a grown kid you're playing baseball you're doing your things but then you just kind of keep putting on weight as a taller kid too I always kind of you can kind of mask that unlike being a shorter person you can't mask that completely mm-hmm. I remember being um, my freshman year in high school I remember being somewhere near 300 pounds Oh, you know so I put myself on a trajectory of like, that's like 24 years ago. I would be unrecognizable to you folks. Like I would be unrecognizable. Um, yeah. My energy, my, my attitude, the person that I'm with today, the things that I've done in my life. If I didn't take control when I was 17 of my first biggest challenge and that was my body, I would be completely different. And so it started with just little steps, like little cuts, wherever I could. First was soda. Then was when mm. I'd go to fast food, I, I wouldn't order the sides. You know, I wouldn't order the, 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 you know, the, the soda and I wouldn't order the fries. I just order the burger, you know, which still is a safe approach folks. If you're going to eat fast food, I mean, I, it's not great to eat fast food. Let's just be real. Right. But if you are just get the burger, just get the sandwich. Don't get those add-ons because that's a huge calorie just yeah. and then also some physical, physical activity, uh, one of my good buddies, Jared just was like, dude, you need to get into the gym, man. If you want to like, lose weight and look good, you know, you need to go, go to the gym. You need to like, yeah, get on, you know, like get, get some cardio in. And I was just learning about this stuff, you know, as my own man, because I didn't really have my pops to show me that way. Mm-hmm. He always actually had a, a health routine. My dad always does. He still does today. We go for walks. He likes to walk. He likes to bicycle. He's getting, he has personal trainer now, because as you get older, you always like, Hey, I got to get healthier, you know, but yeah. The point is, he always had like that health routine, but he wasn't taking me to the gym, showing me what's up, you know? And so it's intimidating, folks. You go to the gym, it's intimidating. I was there this morning, 5 a.m. It's still intimidating. I'm freaking six foot eight, a lot. I look a lot different than I was when I was 17. And I know the gym a lot better. And it's still intimidating, even this morning. There's people that are bigger. There's people that are stronger. You don't know all their mindsets. And if you think that they think that you're thinking about that, uh, if you think that they are thinking about you, it is intimidating.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's so intimidating. It is.
1: And so you have to figure out just a way to make those little simple changes first, because I do think that the diet one is is real key. And for me, it was that one. And then from then it's just been little cuts every, you know, whenever I can, you know, I go, I try to get my blood work done like once a year, mm-hmm. you know, where you're seeing like your health and all that stuff, but it's a challenge, you know, weight, weight, I would say if weight was easy, if diet was easy, like there wouldn't be these billion dollar businesses of supplements and uh, let's just think about Weight Watchers and all these huge companies out there. Right. right. So it's a huge thing. And, and if you are unhappy today, just make those little changes because- Yeah. That's all You you
0: started out slow. So did I. So I graduated at 17. Wow. Okay. Also. Mm -hmm. And I was raised by an obese mom. And like, I, you know what I mean? Like, you don't, you don't know what you don't know. So I was the same way when you go out. Like I knew I did not want to live my life that way. And I was not overweight. So I was lucky that I didn't have that issue already. Right. Like you did. Right. But I didn't know how to cook. Yes. I didn't know what healthy eating looked... I didn't know what any of that looked like mm-hmm. at all, just like you. So, like, figuring it, it was great that you knew to cut out soda. And then you That was cut the out first
1: the- step, yeah. That was I the mean- very first steps because I just realized, like, where... You're putting in extra damage. Like, you know, every time you walk by a candy, candies, it's oh, candies yeah. everywhere, and like they look good, they taste good. We all know candy's so good, <laughs> but not picking up that candy bar on a regular basis. You know, just yeah. the simplest things are so important into your life, and so it's, it's been a, a constant challenge. You know, me and my wife are having a, a, a little challenge to see if we can get some even more results than we already are, because sometimes you even need that. You need even an yeah. extra challenge to say, "Frick it, we're gonna even get better." You know, and so right. So I think it's just never being completely happy. You got to be happy every day. You got to know, I always say this is the best thing to say when there's someone that you think looks better than you. They look great and so do I. Like you have to tell yourself that because they do look great. They've right. been dedicating their freaking lives to this shit. You go into the gym for 45 minutes. This person has been spending two hours a day and then maybe he's on steroids as well as. Yeah. Eats clean, doesn't have a family, doesn't have a business, spends his whole life on his gym. He fucking looks great, folks. He freaking right. looks great because he puts in the work. And you know what? Yeah. You do too. You look great too. You have to sell yourself that. Yep. Even if you're not where he is, even if you're not where she is,
0: or where you want to be. Or where you want to be. Yeah. Because well, and look at celebrities. Stuff.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, God. Negative I mean, self body I, image, you know? Uh, well, one of my kids mentioned a celebrity. And I'm like, look, I look better than she does. Yeah, yeah. Not because I look better than she does, but because I don't have a trainer. Right. In my home, I don't have uh, someone cooking all my meals. I don't have yeah. a nanny for my kids. Right. So if you look at somebody like, oh yeah, J Lo, that booty's popping, right? And she's older. I I give her tons of credit. Hell yeah. yeah. I am never airbrushed. Right. I'm always live. Yep. Right, and no, I don't have a personal. Yeah. Show. Like I don't. I that my life isn't looking good to be on camera. Right. So comparatively speaking, I'm actually doing better.
1: You are because I don't Absolutely. have all that
0: support. I think we lose sight of that though and
1: we do because obviously everything's photoshopped they can even uh, right. photoshop video now um it's any they can make they can put abs on anyone in live video they can take a guy that has a gut uh. and they can make his abs on video not on really? oh yeah they've been doing it obviously for years probably on, on oh for years on photo like oh on yeah, photo. yeah
0: yeah yeah uh, yeah absolutely
1: but in the last three to five years the technology is now available to that for them to do it with video So they can, and they're doing that with like all your favorite action films and things like that. Even though those guys are super ripped, they're even making them that more ripped in video, not just stills like we've been used to. So I would just say like for anyone, obviously everybody out there listening, just like be happy with yourself and your results where you're at today. Know that you can get better tomorrow. Mm -hmm. It's gonna take some sacrifices. It's gonna take some challenges. It's gonna take some sweat. And if you're talking about physical, it's going to take a shit ton of sweat, right? but it's all possible. Like everything's possible. And so don't hold yourself back and say, Oh, I'll never look like that because you haven't put in the work and dedication and time. You start doing that every week. You'll start to look better. You'll start to feel better, even if it's the smallest little things. And so it's, uh, I think that it's, it's just so critically important for, for anybody to remember that. Um,
0: no kidding.
1: And because, you know, I, I always tell myself, yeah, I would look completely different. So this is like a rock star. I yeah. mean, if you're seeing what I'm seeing, it's a rock star <laughs> compared, to, compared to 25 years of the same diet of uh, eating Arby's and eating, you know, fast yeah. food, completely different.
0: So you were six feet tall and 300 pounds. I'm sure you were considered obese.
1: Yes, ma'am. Not
0: no self-esteem.
1: Yes, ma'am. It was tough times. I got called titties. I got called all sorts of names, oh. bad names.
0: See, I wouldn't have thought of that one. mm mm-hmm. but- I wouldn't have thought of calling somebody titties.
1: <laughs> yeah, kids are mean, man. You know, kids, kids are, are mean. really kids are super mean. You know, I got called lots of names. Uh, see some of these people still today because I live in the same market. So some of them are bald and fat and ugly. And yeah. I'm, okay. Well, well. What happened?
0: Things come on, come yeah. around. <laughs> yeah.
1: We some of us blossom a little later, but no worries.
0: Yep, yep, uh, and yep. we put in
1: the work. We didn't just take it for yep. granted. So, and we use our self creams and day creams and all that stuff, vitamin C serums and everything my wife's got me into. Good, The whole point is, uh, the whole point in in this whole journey, folks, is that it's not a pissing contest. No. It's not like going back and being mad at those people. You have to forgive them. I remember like doing some meditations, like when I came across meditation and one of them was forgiveness of others. And I think it's so important to forgive others. We can also forgive ourselves because we've made mistakes and we've made things that we know we could have done better, but like, it's so important to forgive those, because otherwise it gets stuck in your head. Like, you know, like you, these names you get called back in the day and it's like, I don't look like that now, but it's still stuck in your head, you know? And so you have to, you have to forgive them for saying that because they were kids too, you know? And like, yeah, they weren't weren't adults. They wouldn't say that to you now. So no, um, I know they wouldn't say it to me. So that's the biggest point I think to moving forward when someone has those negative thoughts or has been bullied or has been, you know, talked about or picked on because I'm right there with you. I mean, I've been there and people don't think that a lot of times, cause I don't look how I used to look, but I have. And so, man, I just know for those people, cause there's probably a lot of someone on the show today that's fighting that. Yeah. Just, hey, like it's all in your mind too. Like people are proud of you for getting fit. Don't think that these people are looking at you negative when you go into the gym. When I see heavier guys, I'm super happy for them to go in the gym. I'm super like, it's effed up to look at it any other way. Like when there's a girl on the thing and she's like putting in work and she's bigger, you know, and she's been, she's been trying, she's trying hard. That's awesome because you know what? She's going through her own challenges. I hope she keeps on the challenge. That's the hardest part is staying consistent. Cause as we know at the gyms or wherever, there's a big peak in January. And by, you know, yep. March, February, it's all cleared out. So it's just about like maybe even supporting those people and saying, good job. Like maybe even like trying to do the little things. I have even thought that myself. I, I try not to, cause I'm a bigger guy. So people sometimes like take that as like I'm talking down to them or I don't know how to explain it. Like I always smile, but you know, there's just a, there's a weird tension in gyms for, yeah, for, there is. for men, especially, you know, cause it's all oh, who's going to lift heavier and who's going to do this and But sometimes I'm like, I just want to come up to these bigger guys and be like, dude, good job, man. Keep pushing, man. Like I'm freaking, I'm right there with you, man. Like I wake up every morning just to keep pushing myself too. And I got stretch marks on my body. I can't take away. Yeah. I still look amazing. And you know what? You do too, man. So keep it up, you know, because I think that a lot of times they might just get like burned out because no one's telling them that, you know, um as a bigger guy, I knew not many people will tell you that because maybe people are making fun of you. There's a bunch of fit guys that have never been fat. And so they're sitting there like, Oh, we're spinning on our bike. So what we're doing ever and we're ripped because we've never been fat. And Hey, this guy's bigger. He's trying to get where you're at. He probably will never get exactly where you're at. But anywhere in between is good, you know? And so I think it's just like, yeah, I mean, it's just like anything in life, but I know that was one of my biggest challenges. Uh, and still is today because I could, I could let it go sideways tomorrow, you know?
0: Oh yeah, all of us could. And I think you're, you're bringing up good tips because you said that you do meditation. You said you forgive others. Yes, you ma'am. said you keep trying. You said support other people on their journey. Um, get into a happier mindset. I mean, these are like huge tips oh, yeah. and tricks for people on their own journey. Right. And even if my issue wasn't weight, even if your issue is a different issue, we've mm-hmm. all been in that mindset.
1: Oh, absolutely. In whatever absolutely. our
0: struggle was. 100%. And you said you had a friend that was supportive, supporting you.
1: Oh, yeah. I've had many friends of support okay. along the way. You know, I think support's huge. I think, obviously, mentorship's huge. Coaching's huge. Uh, I'd say vet your coaches. Yeah, <laughs> Because there's a lot of people selling courses and doing things. Just make sure these people are legit. Make sure they've really actually done something. Help people. Um, right. I think it's huge. You know, I think it's huge. I've turned my podcast into a, I'm learning from my show so how i've turned my show folks is my show evolved the b-roll show evolved from me realizing i could interview people that would never come to fresno that i could get on my mm-hmm. show that i admired in social media like i super admire these people i wanted to get these people i wanted to talk to them but there was no way they're going to pick up a phone call come out here there's no way they just wanted to talk to me because they wanted to talk to me but well, you create a show, the next thing you know, they want to talk about their book. They want to talk about this. And so I realized that. And so I said, hey, let's start doing this. This was five years ago, March of five years ago, 2015. Um, and I said, hey, let's do this, man. Like, let's get into it. And I've used that every single episode, I consider coaching. Because mm-hmm. even though it's not my industry sometimes, even though it's not my expertise, I'm learning something from that. So it's amazing yeah. how you can turn coach, how, how coaching comes in different ways. But I truly believe that for those that are out there that are struggling, like, uh, you know, that need the help, need the inspiration, need someone to help push them beyond their own, that's where the coach comes in. You know, that's where they push you. That's where they give you that expertise. They've already seen it. They've already been through the ropes. They've gone through your struggles, folks. And so now they can give you that faster blueprint to success and be accountable to you when you're, you know, effing up you know, wouldn't you say? I yeah, mean,
0: that's, uh, that's, I think that's one of my favorite things Um, is the accountability buddy. Mm-hmm. Like we can, and we can use exercise as an example because you said you and your wife challenge each other. Absolutely. So I just started a challenge where I won't drink alcohol for 75 wow, days. Wow. That's a
1: hell of a challenge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Cause I like it. And I was like, shit, I should have done margarita night first. Right. Um, but like j- for 75 days, you know, drink a gallon of water, Eliminate alcohol and refined sugars, and that one's not that hard for me. The refine, I mean, but but it might be like it would be enormous for my husband.
1: A hundred percent, it's sugars and everything. It's crazy. It's, I mean, right and everything.
0: So, where one thing is my is more difficult for me. Like I want to have a drink.
1: Absolutely, I
0: love when my shoulders relax and I'm tipsy. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm
0: in my happy place. Right. Yes. So I just like to relax and escape for a minute. My husband doesn't give a shit about that, but gotcha. sugar where I'm like, I don't, you can, it can be on the table and I won't eat it.
1: Right. He's on it.
0: So accountability means you bust each other's ass.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you hold each other and somewhat, if you're in a right. challenge situation, accountable, right. It helps you become more accountable in your mm-hmm. life too. And I, a lot of times it's just when you're on the same page too, that's just hugely beneficial. Like you're yeah. going towards the same goal. You've got some, some fun things to talk about, some maybe results someone's getting in their lives because they're saying, oh, I'm losing a few pounds here. I'm getting feeling a little skinnier in my body, face, whatever. Right. You know, I'm feeling a little stronger in my arms, you know, whatever. Um, and then ultimately with yours is going to be just like that you were actually able to make it because that you do a it. good challenge. Yeah. Yes. yes. Right.
0: That you make in it. In some cases, and- yes. And sometimes you're doing stuff to see, like I don't drink enough that I think it's going to make a big difference in how I look, but I'm curious to have, be proven wrong.
1: Right. You I know, alcohol is a crazy one because it actually does. Yeah. It, totally empty. Calories. Even if you aren't only having a couple of drinks per weekend, you know, it's know. not like you're out of control, but like, it's insane. I remember when, um, when my wife's pregnant, I kind of went that route. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not going to drink as much and I was like, "Damn, I just could like keep off weight like nothing because yep. there's all these extra calories you're not putting in and then, you know, usually obviously when you're a little bit tipsy or drunk, folks, you might be likely to eat a little something extra or ah. whatever. You know what I mean? Like you a <laughs> yeah. little munchies later in the night because you're trying to calm things down. You're like, "I don't want to feel too buzzed in the morning. I'm going to eat a little something, not even if it's bad." You know, but yeah it might just do that. But I think, um, that's shout out to you for that challenge. That's a really good challenge. I mean,
0: any challenge you do, it could be a social media challenge. It could be learning something for an hour a week, which you mentioned, which is another huge tool. It could be an exercise challenge, anything, having that accountability is one of the biggest tips to be successful is, you know, part of the challenge isn't just that isn't just the no alcohol. It's reading 10 pages a day. Wow! Good job. That one will actually be harder for me. Where for someone else it would be super easy, right? But it's like you said, an hour a week, and I'm like, God, anybody has an hour a week? (laughs) Right. It sounds,
1: it sounds very doable, but then it's like, when you do it, yes, it's one of those things. It's not do it. It's not. It's not.
0: So, so you did advertising. You were on TV. You did big stuff. Oh yeah. I wanna. And you did you say that you started your Facebook, your social media marketing business in 2009?
1: 2009. Yep.
0: Okay. So I don't know if you remember this, but 2008 was a really big freaking crash. Shh, telling me. I mean, I went, so, through a
1: lot. I went through a lot during that time.
0: It was okay. Crazy. I want to talk about that because I know there was some financial issues. So one yes, is ma'am. in my mind, you're starting a new business, which yes, you have to get that first check. Right. But starting a new business, you're starting sort of at ground zero.
1: Starting at ground zero. And just a few months of savings. <laughs> And you probably
0: think back in 2008, oh, that'll be enough to get me through because before the crash, it would have been.
1: Yeah, I mean, shit, before they started putting your credit cards and in 20% interest rates and you started doing all sorts of interesting things, like, especially with the credit stuff, you know? Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I personally was using credit cards when I shouldn't have been. Um, spending outside of my means on certain things. or Oh, yeah. Or you know? Yeah. And also just like, it doesn't matter how much money you're making, folks. I so was actually making over six figures it was just what you're spending on. And yep. so I realized, you know, through a f- variety of hard trials and tribulations during 2008, 2009, uh, I realized that, you know, the marriage that I was currently in was not going to work out. Uh, we had oh. counseling, we'd done everything we possibly could, but a lot of things happened, And so let's just put it this way, folks. If you can walk away amicably at 25 years old when you realize it just was maybe a little bit too young and you're both probably on better paths with different people and th- different families, it's good, you know, and that so is good. it is good because you didn't have any kids or anything crazy to hold you back, you know? And so it's not necessarily, that's the path you want to take. Let's just be real. Sometimes it sucks to say I'm a divorced man because it, it just is. But the truth is I'm proud that I went through that because it's made me better. Now I'm right. completely different, went through a ton of different challenges, but part of that process was that folks, I bought a house in, uh, shoot, January, 2008, I think it was like the oh. highest of the market
0: god and
1: like i bought a house that was like worth double in like two years or three years so so i mean it basically went it went in half so my house payment that i was paying you know, like just say two grand for it was now worth like 800 bucks and i'm like holy shit the interest card started going crazy as far as like they put it started going from like nine percent all the way up to like 20 percent and even if you're paying the minimum payments or whatever the hell you're paying folks you're still getting jammed in this high interest rate right because it says in the terms that they can do that And I started like just getting like crunched with like money and like cash flow. And like, I'm now like, where the hell am I going to go? Like, what am I going to do? Like, I started remember walking many times just thinking like, where is this going to take me? You know, like, I know I got this business. I know I got the knowledge. I know I got the passion. I know that I'm got a great family that's not going to give up on me. I'm not addicted uh, to any crazy drugs. I do smoke medical marijuana uh, and drink alcohol you know what I mean? But all, all in moderation. I had some peaks when I was, you know, in music and art, art, stuff like that. But I got my, I always had someone moderation, you know what I mean? Even if I had some craziness going around me, I wasn't partaking in too much of the craziness. A few battles along the way, but in a general, at that point in my life, I was like, I'm good. Like, I'm not going to be going backwards and going crazy. Right. Right. But I got to go forward. And so I had to realize where was I spending money? Where was I where was I spending my time and money period? Like, and so I started analyzing your schedule, your calendar, mm-hmm. the things you're doing, where you're spending time. Mine was music. I was spending too much time making music, also performing music. I said, Hey, you know what, Travis, I love doing too tall and music is amazing. I want you to keep doing that. I still keep making music. Even, even today, I still made a Christmas album for my daughter actually, but oh. I'm going to always make music, you know? But the thing is I had to scale back how much time I was spending you know, and and to spend more time on the business, which was making me money. And that was the first one was where was making you money, spend time there. Second was, was where are you spending your money? Because I truly believe as a business owner, if you don't have your money right, your business is not going to thrive. If you have to depend on the business's money, then you can't hire a second employee. You can't scale the business. You can't do something extra in advertising or do something different that you wouldn't be able to do because you need the money. You need the money every month to pay rent or pay whatever. And I was definitely in that situation. So I started saying, okay, where are you spending money? Oh, you're spending too much money going out to the clubs and nightlife that needs to cut back. You know, easily spend a few thousand dollars a month, just there. Wow. I mean, easily, you could easily spend that just going out bottle service with your friends, living the life, easily spend that easily. And then second was food. Even though I had got my food right, I, mean, I wasn't eating bad food. I was still eating a lot more, out going out food like mm-hmm. chipotle's and things that are somewhat healthier but still prepared for you and so that's when i started meal prepping and that mm. still today has been my my golden savior each week we come up with some different types of meal preps yep make a few of them at least i don't do seven meal preps i usually just do like one meal for that night and then like two meals after so like three days total i guess if you could call them meals because so i think the human body gets tired of eating chicken and broccoli every damn day say. <laughs> that's the that's the winning strategy if you want to lose weight today folks just eat chicken and broccoli and water all day every day but it gets it gets kind of tired of that the body human yep. wants a little more appetite has a little different variety of flavors so i think that's the best best part about meal prepping is that you do it once you cook for a few days you're all dialed in and then you know what how much money that saves folks You know, it's insane. Yeah. So once I did that, I also had to short sell my house, which was a horrible, like prideful decision because Mm -hmm. I was like, damn, I put all this money into it. I put this money down. I put a shit ton of my own cash into it along the way. And then I was going to have to walk away at a loss, but not affect my credit too. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. Like it's it actually folks, it does affect your credit for like three years, Yeah. a short sale, but what they don't, what they do is they actually don't hold you liable for what the difference is, like what you paid it for what it's actually worth. So that's the beauty of a short sale folks is that you can kind of walk away from making a bad loss. If you did do right. like what I did, you buy a house that's overvalued, you can walk away and say, they're not going to you know, be hunting you down for that difference. So Thank God I did that because I was holding on to kind of for too long. And then that gave me the momentum. I started just like figuring it out. I started investing. That's been, that's taken me down a road where my whole business has been transformed because now me personally, I'm good. Like, I don't have to worry about my credit cards. I don't have to worry about an emergency fund. I don't have to worry about uh, money in the stock market or anything like that it just created a crazy momentum by just slowly now saying, okay, now you got an extra hundred bucks a week to invest. Now you got an extra 200 bucks a week to invest. And it builds folks. Like it yeah. truly does. You know, it, it's hard to invest for a lot of people. Cause they think it has to be big money and it's like, no, it could be like $100 a hundred yeah. bucks a week, hundred bucks a week, you know, like whatever you want, like start now it builds over time. Um, and then the blessings are obviously if the, you know, you've had what's happened in the last 10 years, you've had a huge market run where things have just gone up over time. So the, your retirements, your, everything has just been more, you know? And so there's so many blessings, you know, but honestly, the truth is, is that when I had to look at myself in the mirror and say, where are you spending your time? Where are you spending your money? Was the biggest, mm. everyone today has control of that, whether you're big or small you have control of how much time and money you spend. And if you spend too much money, you will be out of business. If you spend time places that are not making you money, you'll be out of business or not able to pay your bills. Right? Yeah. So it's so easy. It's like, just focus on those things. Where are you spending time? Where are you spending money? And that's the gold mine. It's not even that hard. It's crazy how, but it's hard to admit that for yourself.
0: Oh God, well, that's, that's the, the biggest thing, yes. right? So you short sold the house, you got yes, divorced, man. Yes. You took a hard look at, you know what? One thing that I love about you telling that story is you talked about the things that you were doing well. Like, yeah, going out and drinking in bar service was costing too much money, but you weren't yes. like over drinking. You weren't no, over, no. you know, like, okay, I've got these things in check, but this is where I need to dial them back or change them or whatever. Absolutely. So that was great. It's It's good when you take that long, hard look to look at the things that you are grateful that you're doing well. that you want to continue doing like you, like you have been, and then dial in some of the others. And you started that journey when you were 17 and 300 pounds. Exactly. And like, what am I doing right? What do I need to change? Where do I want to be? And so you've kept that mindset Mm. through the financial difficulty through the divorce. Oh, this is what we're doing, right? This is what we're benefiting out of it. This is the good news. And this mm. is what needs to change. Yeah, so, it's,
1: it's a tough look in your in, in the mirror on your own too. It's that's the hardest part. It's always on you.
0: Yeah, it is, and you can't. You're not looking. You're not pointing. The finger doesn't point away. It points right back to you. It Goes you. right
1: back at you. Yeah.
0: So now, since 2009, now we're in 2020. So it's been over 10 years. We're going on into year 11. Crazy. Right. You launched a new business.
1: Launched a new business. You are.
0: You had a baby. Had a baby.
1: From <laughs> We're making a baby and had a baby. Uh,
0: ex- see? See? <laughs> Pro. We did it all. We did it all in 2019. <laughs> did it so, all. You, you did the business. You started the podcast. You have lots of resources. You looked at what type of business you wanted to be, how yes. you wanted that to look. It's not spammy. It's not salesy. You have a lot of free resources. You get people are in different places. Absolutely. What advice? as a, to finish up, to wrap this up, I mean, you've given tons and tons of tools and tips and tricks, but sure, what would you leave people with if they're in that struggle? You had weight, you had finances, you had divorce. So you had three heavy hitters. So if there are people out there in that position, take a long, hard look at yourself. And what would you leave them with?
1: Just do you. (gasps) Like at the end of the day, it's so hard to do because you are the only person that cares about your challenges. Although you have your spouse, you have your friends, you have your family, you have your closest allies. They're still not going to pick up the ball and run with you. They're still not going to wipe your butt. They're still not going to take your ass to the gym. And so when you focus on the things that you need to do, you become more powerful and stronger for everyone else. That's so key. And it's, and it's hard because sometimes just doing you means you just got to stop doing this, you know? So it's like, just doing you is not always easy. Like, Oh, I'm going to go do me and go do this. And this, it's like, sometimes it's like, no TF, you're spending too much on food or you're spending thousands of dollars on alcohol or you're buying a house where you're, you know, paying double. That's it's actually worth, or, or your credit cards are going through the roof and your interest is going to nothing. Your, your, every payment is just going to interest. You're not paying this thing off ever, you know? And so sometimes you have to look at yourself. And then at the end of the day, when that comes, you're going to have to sacrifice something else. Yeah. So whatever you like, you're going to have to sacrifice. And you're going to have to make that cut. If you like chocolate cake and you want to look better, you're going to have to cut out chocolate cake. Look, let's just be real. If you like ice cream every night? You're gonna have to figure out an alternative. I like the Halo ones; they're all right. They're not yeah. real ice cream. They're not real freaking <laughs> like hagen dazs or nothing. You know, like they're they're a placebo if you I ever... <laughs> yeah.
0: But I do like them. They're, I not, mean, bad. A, no, they're that, not bad. No, they're not. They're not bad. But not that is bad. an interesting thing. You can sometimes yeah. find a substitute, and the substitute really sucks compared to the real deal. It
1: does. It does. But but get your mind past that, just like right. okay, I need this. I need this. Right. impulse to say I need ice cream you get the halo you eat half of a halo you're like ah this tastes like you know not the greatest even though it has 320 calories supposedly the most halo one I always try to buy the most one because it's like the ones that taste like 200 are they're real rough but some of the ones (laughs) in the middle I'm like okay these aren't too bad you know but let's be real it's just nothing like a banana split from your favorite place you know so there's just but you can't eat banana splits every day and still feel look good Or you're going to have to be putting in a shit ton of work. So you're going to have to be like an NFL athlete working five hours a day to be eating that split, you know, like, and so if it's worth it, then you're going to know that's the outcome. And so I'm kind of more just like a moderation on everything, you know, like Mm -hmm. don't go crazy too much anywhere. And if you find yourself with too much stuff, you know, like just eliminate it. Like I I had a hard time. I have a hard time with carbs, like cereals, bread. I love freaking bread, but I just don't buy it. So like when I get bread, it's like, I bought a sandwich somewhere. I went to Panera. I got a breakfast sandwich with a bread thing on it. But that's like the only time I get bread. Like I don't have a loaf of bread. I used to always have a loaf of bread, but then you can make yourself peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. You can make, Uh you can make yourself grilled cheese. Not that those things are really that bad for you. Like in comparison to Taco Bell, McDonald's, Jack in the box. Like if you look at the calories, but like carbs are so hard to get off. Like if you can eliminate any of those it's just it's just easier on your life you know especially for me um so yeah i think it's folks just it's just doing you and then taking those moderate steps knowing yeah. that like it's not going to happen overnight the greatest things happen over time and just being willing to put in the work you know because that's Amen. what it takes right you look, look look at look at what you've built for yourself you know it takes work you know you it don't just work. get this overnight you know
0: thank you travis so much for sharing your story i knew it was gonna be absolutely. a blast absolutely <laughs> i had a blast. 100,